Thank you all. I'm just glancing around trying to see who's sleeping on the premises instead of standing on the premises. But we look like a, a lively group here this evening. And I'm thankful for it. Want to thank Brother Bobby, Brother Gerard, and I really think who else was in the kitchen? Just mainly you two, wasn't it? Brother Thomas and Gary. I thought they they were on the drinks. They were on the dessert and drinks. They had the easy job today. But Brother Gerard and Bobby was in there throwing down, putting the plates together. But no, we appreciate uh, all four of them for and I'm. Hoping and praying we have more brothers step up for that wonderful Valentine's meal next, next Sunday. Man, we used to be excited about that. We used to just, oh, we used to talk trash about it and talk it up and everything, man. Man, it's, it's, it's the love that bad at home. <laughs> Well, this is a leap year. The sister should be preparing for us. But we ain't going to hold our breath on that. But brothers, 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 I want to encourage you today. Spread the word. Spread the word. Let's, 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 let's pump this thing up. Let's get it back to where we used to have it. Nothing wrong with laying it out and, you know, building it up and Showing the ladies what we can do. It's all in love. It's all in love. And, and, and see, we get to show the single ladies, look, this is what you want in a husband. A man who could charm you and do stuff like this. You know, not just putting on a show. You want to be an example, right? Well, brothers, I'm just going to say, man, y'all come on help next Sunday. <laughs> Can't sweet talk, man. Just have to say, come on, I need your help. But I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a wonderful event we do every, uh, every year. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I know the food will be great like always. So the, the, uh, the field rations that we got from the, uh, the Army and the Navy that we're going to serve you, you'll love it. You'll love it. All types of flavor. <laughs> We're going to take care of you. This evening in James chapter 1, beginning verse 5. You know, I thought about some of the things, especially uh, mentioned this morning, about making wise investments, wise decisions about things. Folks, we, we just have to do better. You know, there are a lot of traps out there. And, and the people with money prey on the ones who are struggling. You know, you can read right here in the book of James where it talks about it's the ones with money who oppress you. We, we have to do better. As good stewards of God, do you realize when you go out there and fall for some of these traps and you waste money on these old cars and things like that, Think of what you could have been contributing and helping with the church. You got you. We, we have to do better. And listen to what the Bible says. If any of you lack wisdom, let them ask of God who gives to all men liberally. And upbraid it not and it shall be given. 
But let him ask in faith. Not wavering. For he who wavers is like a wave of the sea. Driven with the wind and toss. In other words, whichever direction the wind blow. That's the way you'll go. You say, I'm, I'm, I'm for this at this moment. Then the wind shift direction. Now you over here for this, this moment. In other words, you're unstable. You're not trustworthy. You're not dependable because you know what? Who could depend on somebody who's bouncing everywhere? But it don't stop there. It says, for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of God. That's the one who doesn't have faith. A double-minded person, a double-minded man is unstable in most of his ways. You could trust him sometime. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. <laughs> you know, I could just end right there. In other words, not to be trusted. And you could come up with all of the good qualities you want to that you can dig and try to find. The Bible says a double-minded person is unstable in all of their ways. You want to be disappointed? You want somebody to turn on you? You want to find out somebody's true color? Mess with a double-minded person. And some of the closest people you'll find in your life, sometimes they're family members. Right. Double-minded. You really want to find out how double-minded people are. Get involved with some money. Loan somebody some money. You really want to find some true colors out about some people. Loan them some money. And you'll find out that person who can sing loud and and holler and all this stuff and everything. It's another personality you're going to have to deal with. Is the Bible true? You say, well, Brother May, what, what do you mean unstable in all his ways? Not to be trusted. <clears throat> I ask people sometimes when they ask me about people. And I base a lot of my responses of spiritual matters. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people will ask me about a person vouchering them out or whatever, and it's like, what kind of person are they? Hmm. You know, a lot of times people don't get good answers from me if you're basing it spiritually. Because, see, here's my position. If you don't trust God and you ain't willing to serve God, what do you want me to say about you? Oh, they, they, they're a great person. According to what? The world? But that, that's, not where I'm, that's not where I'm dwelling. They're supposed to be a Christian. So what, so what if I lie and say, oh, this person is so great. And then they get the job and then go there on that job and act a fool. But see, I knew they were double-minded and unstable, but I just didn't want to put it out there and tell the truth. You, you can't be unfaithful to God and expect 
a lot of good things to be said about you. Not from honest people. Now, folks in the world say anything about you. Anything. To be heard, to be seen, or whatever. I'm just talking about being true. I'm talking to the church today. Young folks, there are going to come a time when somebody in the church might need to do a reference letter for you. Are they going to be able to really tell the truth about you? You, you, you want them to write a letter that make it appear that you walk on water. But you know what? You sleep doing worship. You roll your eyes when, when one of the grown-ups says something to you. But you want, you want it to be said in the letter. They're so respectable. Folks, I just don't lie for you. I, I, I don't judge you according to anything except for what the word of God say. But there are some things we need to be mindful of. We need to seek wisdom. We need to seek wisdom. The Bible said, if you like it, let them ask God. Turn your Bibles over to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter uh, 3, I think it is, I'm looking for. Let me double check. Maybe 4. I can tell you in a second. Proverbs 4, 5 through 9. Proverbs 4, 5 through 9. But let me begin at verse number one, Proverbs chapter four. Hear, you children, the instructions of a father and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also. And said unto me, let your heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Listen to verse number five. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not. And she shall preserve you. Love her. And she shall keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Let me say that again. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom. And with all you're getting. Get an understanding. Exalt her. And she shall promote you. She shall bring you to honor. When you do embrace her. She shall give to your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to you. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings. And the years of your life shall be many. You hear that? I'm not just talking to the young people. Because sometimes people could grow old and become fools. I'm talking to everybody. Who has an ear, let him hear. Wisdom 
is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all your getting, get understanding. I would say wisdom is very important. When you stop and consider what is written here in Proverbs about it. It says, you know, forsake her not and she shall preserve you. Love her and she shall keep you. But listen, listen. Verse number eight, exalt her and she shall promote you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom erases a lot of doubt and worry about what you can carry in your life. Because with wisdom, you'll make sound decisions. Wisdom will teach you and warn you about who you don't need to hang around. It will help you to understand that the streets you don't need to travel down. Wisdom will open your eyes and your understanding to do what is right instead of desiring to do that which is wrong. And believe me, people, people take notes It will bring about a lifestyle that will stand out above everyone. Because people would become curious. Why you don't do this? How come you don't run with this group? How come you don't participate in it? That's the life of a Christian. That's the life of one who acknowledges wisdom. Because we are chosen by God to stand out, to be different, to be set apart. And if we have the faith to pray to God and ask him, the Bible said he would give it unto us. How? Freely, liberally. So why aren't you living the above standard life? Why isn't your life standing out? Why isn't it shining over and beyond those that are in darkness? Have you asked God for wisdom? Have you asked God who gives it liberally? Or does James explain you about being one driven by the wind? Your faith is so weak. Or what little faith you may have that you're you're seeking approval and you're running from here to there trying to make it without God. You know, I talk to my son all the time and, you know, and a lot of people are, they are involved in a lot of networking and talking to other people and all that stuff. I said, look, man, I don't have a problem with that. I said, but your number one person you need to always keep at the top of your list in networking is God. Because, see, let me tell you something. God can God can touch the heart of somebody you never imagined. And could cause them to open a door for you that only God could touch their heart and make them do. But you know what? That same person can turn on you and try to cut your throat. And you need God's protection against people like that. You ain't fighting with flesh and blood, buddy. And I tell people all the time, I don't have a problem about networking because we know, and everybody in here knows, and if you don't know, you're going to know now. 
Right. It boils down to when they pick up that phone and what they say about you. That's right. Amen. Amen. I don't care if your resume is a half a page, one page, or three pages. <laughs> it's when they pick up the phone, that's going to seal the deal. I've shared with you before. I was in management, and, but I made it a habit. I would never say anything bad about a person. That's right. mm -hmm. Never. Right. Never. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I would. But when somebody from another place would call me about one of my staff mm -hmm. who put in for a job, mm -hmm. they'll ask me something, I just held the phone. They say, you there? I say, yes. <laughs> they ask another question. I just hold the phone. They say, oh, I got you. I say, okay, any other question? <laughs> the old rule, I ain't got nothing good to say. I ain't gonna say anything. Now, if they were dedicated, good worker, I just tell the truth. But if you've been a pain in my side, I just held a phone. And folks said, you must have said something bad about me. No, I didn't. Was I lying? I didn't say a word. And you know what? There are people out there who will say something. They will say something. And you telling me, you don't need God's help? And I'm not saying what they say has to be true. People will lie on you. There are people who just are envious, low down, mean spirit. They don't want to see you progress. How are you going to fight against something like that? You need somebody bigger than them to help you. That's why you need God. That's why you need wisdom to understand, hey, I'm not going to say anything crazy. I'm not going to say anything off the wall. I'm going to go pray. I'm going to ask God to help me. I'm going to ask him to show me what I need to do. See, sometimes you just, sometimes God holds you in a, in a spot for you to grow. Amen. Yeah. And the pains you don't like, the growing pains you don't like, but see, you don't understand, but God does. Amen. And see, it takes wisdom to understand the reason why God haven't opened the door to move you yet. There's something he wants you to learn. Amen. Not only to help you, but so that you can help somebody else. Man, I've worked in jobs and I prayed, boy, I think I prayed more than, more than Daniel. To help me, to move me, to promote me, let me move. And you know what? I learned. I learned. It didn't happen in six months. It didn't happen in a year. It didn't happen in a year and a half. It took a little over two years. Amen. Before one morning, I was getting ready to get off work. Eight o'clock in the morning. And I was told, stop by the warden's office. And the only thing I could think about was, man, I did my count. <laughs> I ain't letting nobody out early. I'm, and it, it, it's, it's bad. You think about, what did I do wrong? Man, you, you just don't go to the warden's office. And man, they said, you're being promoted. I had to wait, folks. It, it took a little over two years. But it came. Yours might take shorter. It might take longer. 
And man, I'm telling you, that was the best. Man, you're talking about something that was a blessing. But I really, I look back and I say, would I have been so appreciative if it would have happened faster? Probably not. See, some things God need to take you through to help you develop and grow, to mature. Because, see, some of us get in one job six months after that, we ready, hey, we ready to be the CEO. Learn the job. Be patient. Ask God for wisdom so that you'll know how to go about doing things. Nothing wrong with wanting to progress and move up. But learn the first job that you're in. Now let's bring this over spiritually. You really want to be of service to the church? Be wise. So that when people approach you and that the advice that you give, you know what? It's godly advice. I tell people all the time, when somebody asks you something, your response should always be, well, the Bible says this. Even though you you take it as if they're really asking you. No, but your response should be from God's word. When you go throwing what you think and you feel in it, you get somebody hurt. You get somebody fired. It should be, this is what the word of God says. It might not be what they want to hear. But can you tell them anything wrong that God has given? No. God is always right. Now I could tell you something based on what I think or what I feel and be wrong. And see what you got to be careful about. Sometimes people don't give you all the information. I can only give you an appropriate answer based on what information you feed me. That's why I choose to stick with the Bible. Well, based upon what you just told me, the Bible says this. See, that person may not have told you that they cursed the supervisor out. That person may not have told you that, you know what, you've been written up several times already for this same thing. And they come give you some half cockamamie story and you said to yourself, well, you know, if it was me, this is what I'll do. Foul on them. Go to the union. But what about all that stuff you left out? They left out. Man, look, you can't go wrong. Seeking wisdom. You can't go wrong using God's way of doing things. The Bible said, exalt her and she shall promote you. She shall bring you to honor when you do embrace her. Man, I don't care what anybody say. I'm just a true believer. And I've seen it in my own life and I've seen it in others. You want to climb up the ladder? Live right. Live right. Brother May, what you mean, live right? Live faithful. Trust God. Don't question him. Do as he say. Walk by faith, not by sight. 
And man, God will open doors you never imagined. Only God can touch the hearts of people and cause people to come back and say, you know what? I really don't. I still to the day, I don't understand why I did that for you. That's God. That's God. You know, I, I know it was something about you. I just I just couldn't put my finger on it. No, that's God. Because if God be for us. Who could be against us? But see, we just got to be smart enough. We got to be wise enough to know when to keep our mouths shut. That's called wisdom. And what does it it say? And all you're getting, get an understanding. If you have faith in God as you claim to have, you know what? You're going to wait on it. You're going to be patient. Because you know God is able. And God is aware of your situation and your circumstances. God can move any mountain that's in your way. But sometimes God says, you know what? Camp out at the bottom. And when I'm ready for you to go over this mountain or go around it, I'll let you know. But until then, deal with it. That's something you learn from it. How could that be so bad? And all you're getting, get an understanding. Man. See, while we're complaining, we could be getting an understanding. Man. We could be figuring out how this process <laughs> works. How this thing progresses. And you know what? Nothing. There's nothing more powerful than knowledge. Knowledge is power. Nothing like knowledge. I, I, I used to tell my kids all the time, still tell them off and on now. I say, look, if you do something one time, they can't say you didn't do it. That's experience, that's knowledge. And you know what? Knowledge is power. So why you complaining? Be quiet. Amen. Learn. Get an understanding. That's like somebody applying for a, 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 a truck driving job. I've been here for 15 years. And then here this person that's been here five years. And you promote them to drive the truck. Well, here's the difference. You've been here 15 years, you don't have a CDL. The person that's got five years, they got CDL and everything else. What am I supposed to do? Put you in the position just because you've been here? I need somebody certified and qualified to drive a truck. Now, who thought was it that you sat there 15 years and didn't go get your seat? Well, I've been here. And that, that's how some folks are in the church. I've been a Christian for so long. As if, you know what? If you're really smart, you wouldn't tell anybody how long you've been because if you ain't producing no more better fruit than what you're producing, I would be embarrassed to say. Yeah. Matter of fact, just lie and sell a new convert. <laughs> so you really don't expect nothing from me. <laughs> Folks get caught up talking about, I've been, I've been a Christian for 45 years. Really? And really what they're thinking 
most nagging youth were 45 years of experience. Man, I would think you would be bringing folks in and going around here lighting fires up on the folks for the Lord. Be careful about bragging about how long you've been. Because you know what? Just because you sit here 45 years, it's so mean to do it. Other than just sitting. Seek wisdom. Get it. And all you're getting, get what? Get an understanding. You know what? The Bible can't lie. In Proverbs it said, man, it will honor you. It will promote you. You ain't got to worry about, believe it or not, you ain't got to worry about a resume and all that stuff. Man, God will elevate you. God will lift you up. God will make sure that you're seen by who need to be, who need to see. That's God. That's a faithful God that we serve. So folks, be patient. Be encouraged. Trust God. Don't be like that double-minded person. He's unstable in what? All his ways. Man, you, you get ready to do something for them and then you get nervous because you said, man, I don't know which direction the people are going to go. The Bible calls it double-minded. Medical calls it schizo. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to deal with. But you only become double-minded and untrustworthy by choice. Amen. Because you don't ask of God what he can give unto you. Yeah. Is that all right? all right? No excuse, folks. We have no excuse for not being the best of the crop of humanity living on this earth. Because God has provided us with everything that we need. Everything that we need. So that we stand up, we stand apart, we, we rise above that our, our conversation speaks as it becomes the gospel. Our words are convicting, but we know they are true. The words that we should speak should, should pierce people's hearts and cause them to look within themselves to want to change and should be sorry for living the sinful life that they lead. That's not to say we're arrogant. That's not to say we think we're better than anybody else. The Bible calls it holy living, godly living, righteous living. And that's how we are called to live. Stop settling for less. Stop trying to blend in with the pollution. And rise above unto the purity of life. Man, we're supposed to live a life of purity. Not pollution. Amen. Not defilement. Amen. People should yearn to want to be, to be like us. And the church needs to stop looking like the world. Amen. If you, if you satisfy living below the spiritual poverty level, something's wrong with you. Amen. God called you to something higher. Yeah. Why? 
I, I don't know what to do. The Bible says, pray and ask God. Amen. He'll help you. Amen. He'll help you. Don't, don't say you don't know what to do. Just say, I don't want to do it. Amen. Be honest. Be truthful. I don't want to stop hanging around these ratchet folks. I don't want to stop hanging around these gossiping folks. I, I just think I might end up being all by myself if I really start living the way God said live. You're never alone Amen. when you walk with the Lord. Amen. You're never alone. But don't lie and say what you can't do. Because Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things. Through who? Christ. Through Christ. That does what? So is the Bible a lie or you? Has to be us. If there's any lying going on, it's on us. So rise up today. Rise up this evening. Rise up to what God woke you up to bless you to be. Holy. Righteous. His chosen vessel. God chose us that we would be his instruments and tools to praise him personally. Amen. God ain't looking for the sinner to do nothing for him. He right. said, I've saved you right. that you might praise me and honor me. Right. Is that what we're doing? We need to start. Because that's why I said, I don't care how much you do, you'll never be able to pay this debt off. No, sir. And I wouldn't advise you to try to work to try to do it. Because you'll never pay at all. Just thank God and be thankful that he chose you. Gave you time to get it right. Is that all right, folks? Well, I'm going to leave you with that. We we should have a group of people. The The latest Bible study this evening should be smiles and should be excitement, should be joy. When you stop and think about who you are in God's possession. Some of us turn Christianity into a task. Oh, I've got to do this. Just Sometimes I just say to myself, Lord, I'm just glad you're not me. Folks complain about living the Christian life. Man, what if God just put in your heart to just turn you back out there where you were? What if God just gave you the mind to go back to your own phone? How can you see Christianity and serving God as a task? Man, we just should be thankful. Because there's some folks out there doing some things, humiliating themselves, they're lost. Not, not just to mention the, 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 the pitiful thing they do in this life, but the fact that if they die, they shall be forever lost in a burning hell. And you're complaining about what being a Christian? Well, we have a God who said, my face is over the righteous. And my ears are open unto their prayers. Yeah. There's not a time of the day or in the middle of the night we can't cry or we can't call out. And he's not there. Amen. There's not a tear that we can shed, but he's not aware of. 
There's not a pain we can suffer that he isn't aware of and can't identify with. And we see Christianity as a task. It's a struggle to come here on Sunday. Your mind in the wrong place. Yes, it is. Why is it such a struggle on Sunday, but you, you jump up on Monday? I ain't promoting it, but I'm going through the channels the other night. TDJ made a statement. TDJ said, I'm just of the mindset. He said, I'm just, I just believe people have gone so far from God. He said, if you pay them to come to church, they still won't come. <laughs> and that's in the world. Check out your mind, folks. Check out your mind. What's our song, Adore? 598. 598 is our invitation song. We encourage you to sing along. You may be a blessing unto somebody to encourage them to repent, Amen. to get themselves right. You know, I, I do this, and I love what I do. And I share with Gerard sometimes. I talk with Jeff and Bobby and different brothers sometimes. But you know what? Sometimes you feel like you're talking to dead bones. Sometimes it seems like a valley of dry bones. You know, you, you, you preach in the morning and talk about the importance of coming back in the evening, this and that. And you know what? People still won't come. It's almost as if I dare God to do something to me. That's why it's so important to understand the preacher need encouragement too. Because man, let me tell you, it is rough looking out into a valley of dry bones. I know God did it once and no bones got up. I don't know about today. So I'm encouraging you to encourage me. Because I love encouraging you. And believe it or not, everybody gets something out of it. Yes, sir. But in all you're doing, live right. Live right. I didn't say try to live right. I said live right. That's right. Because we can do what we want to do. Amen. Amen. Folks say, well, I'm trying. I said, quit trying. Just do it. That's right. That's right. We can stop sinning if we want to stop. We can live more abundant. Matter of fact, Jesus said, I'll come that you might have life and that you might have it out. More abundant. If you're falling short, it ain't God's fault. It's because you have chosen not to elevate your thinking to live the way God has called you to live. It's on us. You say 598? Come on up here, brother. Folks. You desire to give your life to Christ. You desire to become a Christian today. This is your day. The angels on standby to rejoice and rock and shake heaven. If you don't need to be baptized, same thing for one repentant soul. One repentant soul can cause a shake, rattle, and roll in heaven. Because the angels will rejoice. Just over one. Just over one, Gerard. One! 
It ain't got to be everybody got to stand up and just want. That's our concern, and that's the power of God's love for each one of us. Just one repentant heart. You know what? The angels in heaven rejoice. That's love. So let's 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 bring a shake, a rattle and roll in heaven. Get yourself right so that when you leave here today, you know heaven is your destiny. Let us together stand and let us sing. I